Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's going on, everybody? Uh, we had Travis Wuhan. He was awesome. We talked about kind of some a lot of metaphysical reasons than philosophical reasons that we play Magic the Gathering, but we went over. So we actually got extra content. So once again, similar how it's Larry Academy, uh, when he was on, we had extra content. We here is a bonus episode. Uh, we are These are a bunch of cards that we got from the community and ourselves that we wanted to hear kind of what Travis Wu thought would be the coolest things to do with them. So we... Are doing that so travis is about to come on and uh once again thanks for travis to come on coming on to the podcast we had a great time two weeks ago and uh we'll see you guys at the end of the podcast bye guys speaking <laughs> of ideas that we think are cool um we want to get into this next discussion yep um uh, <laughs> we have we are gonna we this is going to be called speed round brewing with travis Wu. Mm-hmm. we are gonna we are gonna do three minutes roughly per card uh, ten cards, and uh, this is going to be the closeout to the show. Um, it's we just... have we have we have eight cards that we sent Travis, and there's going to be two surprise ones that we got from Twitter post fact that we'll surprise everyone with, and we're all going to have to be on our toes before at that point. Yeah, we will do we'll do you know three minutes ish on a handful, and then at the end, uh, if you know anybody tweets in at us, we'll throw you you know quick one word answers on a couple cards. But I'm assuming you probably have experience with a lot of these, and if not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just we'll just talk them down for a minute. This should be a lot of fun. So I'd say mm-hmm. we get right into it. Kessler, what is our first card for Travis? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it is. Any three, two, one, go. All right, mystical teachings. Um, mystical teachings is a card that did it win the Pro Tour? It's a Guillaume Wafatapa card. It's yeah. a good control card. You can use it to get ad nauseum Angel's Grace. It's just a good card. Um, it's a common, I believe, which makes it, it even better. Yeah, it's a it's a popper staple right now. Flashes back for six. Uh, it's a lot of mana. Um, I, I don't really play control in modern too much. I, I don't know. This card doesn't get me so excited. It's a good card, clearly, and it's, I'm glad that it exists, but I don't have much to say. It's established that it's good. There's no... I don't need to prove that to anyone. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, teachings is very good. Um, I mean, it's but it's it's the sort of thing where it's that's teachings is not as much a build around me weird card where it's like this is this weird unique effect. It's like a it's a tutor. I mean, it is unique that it's instant speed and it gets any instant. I mean, that there's not a lot of cards that do that. So, but in terms of in a format like modern, the kind of thing that you'd be wanting to get are you don't usually want to spend four mana to get it. If you're going to do that, it's like you kind of just use gifts in a different way. Gifts and Given is kind of like the easier way to go about doing that. I could definitely, I mean, we've talked about before, I'm a big fan of tutor packages, but I, I could see Grixis decks right now, Grixis control decks playing a one or two of is just like a, a oh, I need that one answer this one time for this one deck because Modern has so many of these. It could be more, it could be helpful or especially a sideboard package. All right. You know, I don't so much see decks playing Mystical Teachings. I see players, human beings who like that card and happen to own it playing it. And if that's you, I encourage you. I mean, for the, for, Agreed. The, for the welcome which you're saying with Grixis, like, you do hit your land drop. So the fact that you could get a dispel for four mana just and have a counterspell is solid. Right. And then it sits there until you hit seven and you get another dis- I mean, I don't know. It's, it's something. It's not my favorite, but I, it is an interesting card. People right. have built around it. All right, number two, and this is a new card. Mm-hmm. Um, Molten Vortex. This is from Sean 
Richardson. This that's the baby seismic assault. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a baby seismic assault. It's not as high upside with the free activation, but I think it. I mean, it's still sweet and powerful card. I saw a list in Modern that used Molten Vortex for Seismic Assault 5 through 8, played Commune with the Gods to find any enchantment, and to search for life from, life from the Loam as well, in a heavy land shell. So, I mean, I've already seen a Modern list with Molten Vortex that looks quite good. That's, um, soft, that's spicy. Uh, you just did kind of a 40 land dot deck challenge, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was in there. There was a... There were a few Molten Vortex lists that looked promising. Again, it's not as broken as Seismic Assault, but Seismic Assault is crazy, so it doesn't need to be as good to be a worthy... Do you think, that it, do you think that it fits into decks like... I mean, Burn obviously is faster than this card, so you mm -hmm. don't want it as... A, you don't want to be drawing it in Burn, but as like a two-of in a Burn deck where mid-game or something, if you have to go a little longer, it gives you some extra ammunition, or do you think it's just too slow? Um, I could imagine if I was playing a burn deck and I had Molten Vortex in my sideboard, if I was playing against an opponent who was going to draw draw the game out really, really long and but wasn't going to gain life, then I was sure it could be a good sideboard card there. Maybe you play it against like a Grixis deck. You play it against the control deck that's going to try to one-for-one one you on counter spells, probably. Yep. Yeah, if the game goes really long, it can do four or six damage for one card if you draw three three extra lands. All right, next card, number three. This is from Stephen Ledger. And I realize we didn't shout out Nick Canner, who gave us number one mystical teachings, but Stephen Ledger mm -hmm. gave us Artificer's Intuition. Oh, sweet. I love that mm -hmm. card. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. It's a, for, the, for anybody that doesn't know, because it's very obscure. I think it's from Darksteel. It's blue enchantment, one blue, one colorless. I believe its ability is it's one. It's survival of the fittest for one drop artifacts, correct? Is, is, is it activate for one colors or one blue? I'm not, I have no it, idea. I think it's one blue. It's, it's, a, it's either one blue or it's one colorless. Discard an artifact card with converted mana cost one or less. Search your library for another artifact with converted mana cost one or less and put it into your hand. Or is it discard it's artifact? any card? artifact card, but you have to get a one mana cost artifact from your deck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's how it works. All right, so Travis, what kind of deck would play this? Man, well, there was a good one, actually. I don't know if you've heard of it, but... Since as divining top has since been banned, okay. you use artificer's intuition to dig up Sensei's divining top and locket of yester years, yesterdays. Oh yeah, so one card. mana enchantments, and you can loop Sensei's divining tops on top of your deck and get infinite storm that way. Since that has been banned, I'm not really sure the best way to use it. You could fill your graveyard up with lotus blooms and then play. Um, play uh empty the what is the four open the vaults or something like that oh sure 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 yeah yeah Six mana, so. get all artifacts into play i i kind of yeah. I, oh. I don't hate this as a sideboard option the lantern decks that are out there as kind of a like card draw engine to make sure you get the lantern pieces you may need and it also lets you kind of do some fun things with pithing needles and other one cost artifacts I mean, like, people have always said every single set that comes out that has a one-drop artifact in it makes Trinket Mage better in the format, and this card is in that same family of cards. There are some cool one-man artifacts, yeah. I mean, certainly, it's the, the problem really with this just becomes the artifact lands are banned except for Darksteel Citadel, so that's an issue. You really would want to have artifact lands you could get. Um, and then the second part of it is that you it's too slow relative to the things that it goes up against and too restrictive in the things that it can get. Um, it's just you don't have a wealth. You have like cards like Brittle Effigy, which is like a one-mana artifact that's 
powerful, but it's not really powerful yeah. enough. I think I think what this card would need is something like Vengevine. It's what blew Survival of the Fittest over the top. Yeah. You need a, a artifact that you can discard and maybe even a one drop that you can get back somehow from your graveyard conveniently. Mirror Moon Servant. Yeah, yeah, I remember that card. <laughs> you get a bunch of these mirrors that jump into the battlefield. If you can do something with four one ones. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, you could. Uh, you'd have to have like dread return. It's not legal. Um, <laughs> so yeah. many banned cards that make this that would make this card so salvage much better. Salvage Titan. We play. Yeah, um, salvage we, Titan. You get free salvage Titans in the play. We play a format sometimes. Travis called Highlander Roulette, which is essentially it's essentially just like hundred card singleton with only legal cards that have ever had a, a foil version printed, and you have to make six decks in a wheel with no repetitious cards. So you have six hundred unique cards, and it's a casual format. Um, but it's fairly competitive, and I had a like a 69 land or 70 land deck that was trying to play this card, uh, and I remember some engine to get like an infinite something or oh I was uh, I was trying to get Mycosynth Lattice I think with mm-hmm. something to like Karn you know Karn Silver Gold on their whole board or Shattering Spree every permanent on their board or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I digress. Right. <laughs> Next card, number four, and this is from Ziggy Nix, uh, Zer's Weirdling. Oh yeah, that card's weird. No uh, so, yeah, basically what this card does is it stops both players from drawing cards for two life, while. right? Yeah, for as long as you have two life to pay. So I actually recently played this card um, as part of a lock piece with Enduring Ideal. Once Enduring Ideal is going, if you have like a Dovescape to lock down their non-creature spells, and then you get a Zur's Weirding, you can lock their draw step. And then maybe like a Honden to gain life, and then you just have the game won at that point. So um, that's one way to use it. But this card actually has seen a lot of play over the history. It's been around a long time. And um, if you're an aggressive deck, it actually is a pretty good topper in an aggro deck. Because if you have more life than them, um, you can just be life. Yeah, skip. They can't draw, and you just keep attacking and... They can't afford to pay for you to not draw, so it's actually a pretty versatile card. It's like blue and three colorless for an enchantment, and it was printed Mirage originally. Is that right? I'm not sure. In the uh, it Adam would be Ice Age, Age originally, because Zer was, oh, and then Zer sure. was reprinted in Cold, Cold Snap. Snap. Yeah. Can we talk about that card? Did anybody mm-hmm. submit that? Zer the Enchanter. Someone did. We could talk about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll add that as one of number nine. Zer uh, the Enchanter, and whoever the Twitter person is, shout out that we didn't write your name down. Well, I also submitted it. I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I just think that card's sweet. you have any ideas with that one, Travis? Yeah. It's just a sweet card. I haven't <laughs> actually played with it, but, I mean, it's just sweet. You turn it sideways and you grab whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's for, it's for anybody who doesn't know, it's, it's uh, Esper Mana and a Colorless for a flying 1-4 legendary wizard, I believe. It's a rare from Cold Snap that states, whenever Zer the Enchanter attacks... You may search your library for an aura card, converted mana cost three or less, and put it onto the battlefield, I think. Uh, yep. Unless I'm misremembering it. No, but... not aura. Any kind of enchantment. So you can get ob- Oblivion Rings and Detention Spheres. Yeah, that card's sweet. Uh, it's just cool. It's a weird picture. I'm sure the foil version of that picture of that card is worth a lot of money. For oh, yeah, because it's, it's a commander. It's like one of those like top-tier commander decks that no longer see play because people get annoyed that you're playing a commander deck that's too good. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I did see it in a modern list. I can't remember what was in the list, but be- because it's a 1-4, obviously, it has four toughness, makes it playable. Yeah. All right, People so let- play it, and it's good in modern. All right, so let's let's move on from Destiny giving cards. Uh, 
Number five, Dusk Mantle Guild Mage. This is actually from Ben Bateman. We each got to put a card on here. So Ben got, this is his one card, even though he kind of shoot in his Xur mm. well, card as well. And but, we all know that I really wanted to say Grand Architect, but we've talked about it at length on this podcast. Yeah, no, we're not talking about that card. All right, <laughs> so Travis Wu, Dusk Mantle Guild Mage. Um, it's a combo with Blood Chief Ascension. That's the main thing that comes to mind. And Mind Crank. Mind Crank's the, the easier combo. Yeah, or man, Mind Crank or whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've played against that in Modern, and it's pretty sweet. I don't, I'm not going to say that there's a better way to use it than that. My thought was always, because I always had for the longest time, I, I thought that that combo was, was more viable and people gave it credit for because it it's a two-carter. Um, the problem is Mind Crank is so bad on its own, you just don't want to have to play it. Uh, and yeah. also this card is bad on its own because it's a bear with abilities that are totally irrelevant unless you're trying to combo. <laughs> Lost for the game-winning ability. Yeah, but I was going to say the, the other angle was like for the longest time I, tr I tried building a basic mill deck, like a, just a tap-out mill deck. And I could never quite get it over the top. And I remember thinking to myself when this card was printed, like what if you made some sort of like transformative slash hybrid mill deck with like Jace's Phantasm, this card, and like and like uh, Hedron Crabs and Glimpse the Unthinkables. Because as soon as this guy's down, you activate the three-man ability, then every Hedron Crab activation becomes Lightning Bolt. And like all of a sudden Glimpse is like 10 damage. Like if you can just get this guy live and activate the three-man ability, it seems like you could just close out the game really quick. Yeah, yeah it's a bit mana intensive, but it definitely Yeah, it's it's interesting for that. It would be interesting for that, definitely. Yeah. All right, number six. This is from V is for Vincent. Vincent, who is uh, actually in front of the cast. Yeah. Uh, he asked a uh, painter servant. Oh yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, actually, I played with painter servant today online. What? I played in the forest, <laughs> and I played with painter servant online. With Woodland Bellower, I've got a deck. This oh, is sweet. barely that's, competitive. That's the so, new the new six drop green creature from Magic Origins that lets you search out for a three or less converted mana cost green creature. So if you have Painter's Servant in play on green, Woodland Bellower is a 6-5 and searches up Phantasmal Image, which copies Woodland Bellower, which searches up Phantasmal Image, etc. until you have five Woodland Bellowers in play. And then you finish off with a Hellraiser Goblin, which gives your guys haste. Oof. And you attack, yeah. So um, I think that Painter's Servant is obviously vulnerable to Lightning Bolt, but so is Pestermite, so is Dark Confidant. That's not, it doesn't rule it out for me. Um, the way to really abuse this, I think, is with Aether Vial. There's two ways. First of all, Aether Vial works well because you can sneak it in and they have to fight on your turn. You can wait till they tap out. And right. Summoner's Pact finds any creature. Summoner's Pact finds Simeon Spirit Guide. It can find a Burning Tree Emissary or a Priest of Urabrask to dump off Aether Vial. And you get to six mana very easily that way to win out of nowhere. And then the rest of the cards in your deck are just, you know, reasonably costed creatures. Woodland Bellower is a titan on its own that grabs Eternal Witness. So uh, I think this is, you know, I've played with Painter Servant a bit in Modern, but this is the best Painter Servant. It feels legit that Painter Servant is actually so reasonably playable now. You know, not tier deck, but... Right. What what are some of the what are some of the decks that that deck would have a problem with? That sounds insane, really powerful. Um, I don't know. I don't really think like. Seems kind of weak to hand disruption, doesn't it? Just early hand disruption because you're stuck with a six drop and no way to get it out. 
I don't necessarily want to get into the it's bad against this, it's bad against that conversation. I mean, okay. that's not my – I'm not really motivated by fear of bad things happening to me. Yeah, right. makes sense. Fair I'm enough. Putting decks together. And as far as what the actual answer, if we get into the argument of how do you beat this, how do you beat that, it's in a green-blue creature shell with other vials, so it's just going to be – resilient i don't know i mean you just can beat down with creatures noble hierarch eternal witness and again if you are just left with the woodland bellower at the end of the day grabbing an eternal witness that's pretty good i definitely had the same the same thought i remember before it was legal and chapin was doing a whole a whole podcast mm-hmm. with flores about the power of woodland bellower and mm-hmm. servant came to mind for me as the first thing to pair it with just because it's specifically green Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely, you know, you have to jump through some hoops. So, anyway, let's get the next card. All right. So, number seven, this is from me, uh, Sundial mm-hmm. of the Infinite. Oh, yeah, I've built around this before. Okay, so my first thought of this is, here's an insane play. I'm on the play, and I say, go, and you're like, okay. I play my one drop or whatever, and I go, end of the turn, um, Pact of the Titan, Simeon Spirit Guide, Snapcaster Mage, Pact of the Titan, maybe play another Pact of the Titan, why not? Untap both Grace, I don't have to play Pacts this turn, attack you. So that's dependent on drawing Angel's Grace, but if you have Sundial to Infinite, it's kind of like a backup Angel's Grace, so I'd be interested in using it to skip Pact triggers. There's like a lot of cool stuff you can do with Sundial, like that sort of thing. There's mm-hmm. also Unearth is a super, super interesting ability because it, it triggers an end step. So anything that comes back off Unearth, you just end the turn in your second main phase. Any That's creature, awesome. Yeah, any creature that has like a really, really bad Enter the Battlefield trigger, like Eater of Days or Hunted Horror, yeah. you can do it in response to that, and that's pretty interesting. It, it's not legal in Modern, but if, you, if anybody who plays EDH or anything like that, that 100-card format, I was trying to build a deck that played Sundial of the Infinite with uh final fortune on isochron scepter (laughs) (laughs) what infinite turns yeah yeah exactly so there's cool stuff with that card that's a really really unique card well and and for people that don't know what it does because we forgot to say it it's a two mana artifact that uh for one mana you can tap it to just end your turn and then anything on the stack is exiled so you can in response to any negative triggers or anything like that you can just end your turn and you no longer have to worry about that trigger so like my, one of my favorite things to do in history's past was Geist with Sundial, because you get to keep the Angel after combat damage every turn. Seems sweet. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep going. All right, so uh, number eight, uh, Eidolon of Blossoms. Either way, it's the Enchantress that every person forever wanted printed, right? It's the Enchantress that replaces itself and then is just sweet. But, uh, I mean, it's only one more mana than a normal Enchantress, right? Uh-huh. I mean... Um, it's okay. I my brother and I used to play with Argothian Enchantress and Enchantress's Presence, which were pretty insane. Yeah, for um, sure. Because they couldn't be targeted by removal. And Eidolon of Blossoms, um, you know, can be weak to Lightning Bolt and so on. It is a sweet card. It draws cards, and everybody likes to draw cards. Um, if I were to play it in modern, I would, um, I don't know. Put it. You could put it next to Sigil. You could put it next to, you could play an Assault Formation deck. You go Sylvan Karyatid into Worship. Um, it works really well with Greater Aromancy. It gives um, it gives Eidolon of Blossoms sh- Shroud, so they can't kill it. And then, I don't know, you can draw more cards. Back in the day when you drew more cards, what you could do is use Words of Wind and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so sweet. I, I had an Enchantress deck, a uh, 
casual one that used to do that. Um, there's a lot of sometimes I just wish that I don't know modern was actually just legacy with like a hundred card band list because mm -hmm. there's a lot of those cards from from like masks era and like onslaught that are just interesting and cool but like don't feel like they're ridiculous like they could mm -hmm. totally be legal it's just a shame that like there's this huge portion of you know cards that we would love to play in modern we just can't and they're never going to get played in legacy because they're not powerful enough anyway um do we have any more kessler do we have any tweet ins Oh my God! I have to ask. Oh well, I'll save it. I'll save it for last. I have, I have one card I have to ask you about, but uh, I'll let Kessler go first. Um, why don't we do? Uh, how about doubling season? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Well, um, yeah, I had played that in modern and had a lot of fun. Um, obviously the combo, the best combo is with Jace, Architect of Thought, because it just gets another Jace, right? It gets another Jace, <laughs> and it gets the best card from their deck. It's kind of similar to the Whittle and Bellower combo. Instead of chaining Whittle and Bellowers, you're chaining Jaces and cards from their deck. Yes, and then you can... Sweet. The last card you pull is like a Time Warp, and then you kill them with their four best cards they have. <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet. I mean, Doubling Season is just one of those cards that... It's five mana, so it's very... The cost is super prohibitive for Modern, but it's just insanity, right? Like, I mean, there's... If you resolve that card, there's a billion crazy things you can do with it. Yeah, it's... I mean... There is a lot more you can do than Jace, but that's the one that's like the win combo. And then Jace is, Jace is okay on its own. Um, when Young Pyromancer was more popular than Gurmag Angler, the plus ability was really good. Um, Jace isn't necessarily so good now, but you know it's a decent card on its own as well, which is always important. Right. I mean, like right now we're not in a world where one one tokens are kind of dominating, though we were in that world a couple months ago. And who's to say we're not going to end up back in that world based off of what's printing in the future? We might be shifting back. I mean, it, it seemed like the, the biggest reason that you shifted from Jund back or from Abzan to Jund was because Kologon's command seemed like it was the Stone Cold Nuts. But it actually mm -hmm. seems more now like Kologon's command is actually better in Grixis than it is in Jund. So if you want to mm -hmm. just play Kologon's command, you just play Grixis and Abzan is still better, I think. Uh, that's that's like what it seems like the shift is. Path is so much more important against cards like Tassiger, yeah, Gurmag Angler, exactly. like and Rhino. That like it, it definitely is important to have an answer to those. And red decks, red black green decks don't have that kind of answer versatility. And Souls is it's just insane. I mean, Souls is just so good. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, next card. And this will be the last one. Training grounds. Oh, sweet. Got another bonus card. That, so, so I mean, I know you can combo off with it in modern as well. You can use is it guild mage and copy metamorphoses and stuff like that, or you can pack rat for really cheap. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some interesting things you can do with that. There's an infinite mana combo with uh, filigree sages and colony gem that was legal in it's standard at one point. That's like very loose, but it's <laughs> but it is infinite mana. Uh, yeah. All right, so that's that's it for uh, everyone on the internet and all the cool cards that we kind of want to talk about today. Uh, I do want to thank you, Travis. Can you uh, tell everyone where to find you on the internet? Yeah, um, Facebook and Twitter, Travis Wizard right now. Also on Facebook, I'm building and promoting these deck building groups. I've got two of them, um, Deck Building Wizardry and Ma Magic Deck Crafting for Good. If you type that in the top bar on Facebook, Magic for good and deck building wizardry those are good places to post your deck lists and yeah so could you really quick talk about kind of what those two things are what those two groups are and what... yeah those groups are for um a place to 
post decks and get feedback and give feedback uh, where it's kind of intentionally productive, positive environment. Okay, great. That's that's wonderful. That's definitely something. I mean, I know a lot of the people, we get a lot of deck lists, so it's a, definitely a good place for everyone to kind of go and get good feedback. Thanks for kind of posting about where that would be. Uh, as always, you can find me at Kess Wiley on Twitter. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find the podcast, and please follow and tweet at us, at the MMCast. And uh, we are also, you know, I want to remind you guys to go check out our sister podcast, The Command Zone. They are also on rocketjump.com. They do awesome commander content with Jimmy and Josh. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah, check out some of our recent episodes and the upcoming ones, guys. We're, we, we got some, like, I don't, we got really lucky or something, and, and, like, some really, really cool people like yourself and a few other mm -hmm. pros seem to think that we're a worthwhile podcast to do. So uh, check out some of the recent ones and the upcoming ones. There's also some kind of new developments in, in, in the works that I think you guys will like. So uh, we will we will see you next week. And thank you again so much, Travis, for coming by and talking to us. This is Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope that I was <laughs> – I hope that I did a good job. Yeah, you were great, man. Thank you so much. We'll, uh, thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the MMCast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator. <laughs>